Welcome to Friday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. We made it to another Friday, the 29th episode of the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, April 1st, 2022. So we are going to have a bunch of really cool things in the show for you today. First, good news when it comes to the price you are going to pay at the pump. Carla Marie has, you have a What's Trending that was uh, kind of crowdsourced, right? It was crowdsourced. And we promise there are no April Fool's jokes today. Oh, well, yeah. We're Happy not- April Fool's Day. We will not fool you. Or will we? Mm. I guess you'll have to listen to find out. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. You might finally save a little bit of money at the pump. It was announced yesterday that President Biden will tap into the nation's strategic petroleum reserve for the next six months in order to fight the spike in gas prices that we've seen since the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the economic sanctions on Russia that followed. So for the next six months, one million barrels of oil will be released each day. Each day? Each day. What does that mean for you when you fill up your tank? It means you could save anywhere from 10 to 35 cents a Ooh. gallon, according to some estimates. But there are a couple things to remember as we all feel the impact of rising oil prices. America wasn't importing that much oil or gas from Russia before the fighting and the sanctions began. And the rise in gas prices has more to do with oil companies simply not producing than it does with the Ukrainian conflict. Oil companies have largely refused to pump more oil in an effort to profit more off each barrel, which obviously makes more money for the oil companies and their investors at our expense. And that information actually comes from the oil executives themselves. Almost 60% of executives said investor pressure to preserve capital discipline is the reason they're refusing to pump more oil. In that same survey, only 10% of oil executives actually blamed the government regulation or sanctions for the rise in oil prices. Again, coming from the actual oil executives. In response to that information, President Biden has said oil companies have a patriotic obligation to add to the oil supply instead of focusing their efforts on profits. His plan to open the petroleum reserve is an effort to reduce the burden on American citizens while giving oil companies time to ramp up their own production. This is insane. I know, it's crazy. And you might save a couple bucks on gas in the short term. This isn't a long-term fix, and it seems like Democrats and Republicans are both upset with Biden's plan to open up the National Reserve. When you tell me he's opening up the reserve, I picture like him or someone else, like a tiny little man going down mm-hmm. to like this giant um, turn thing, like a hot, uh, like you turn on your hose, and they're like turning and turning it, and turning. It's kind of like that. And then it rushes open. <laughs> Members of right-leaning groups said this move doesn't remedy the fact that Biden's administration needs to make life easier for oil companies by opening more pipelines and giving out more oil permits as well as making drilling easier while people on the left and environmental groups aren't happy with the move because it doesn't help the goal of reducing America's dependence on fossil fuels. The House has passed a bill that would cap insulin prices. The Affordable Insulin Now Act would cap prices at either $35 a month or 35% of an insurance plan's negotiated price, whichever is lower. One in four Americans is forced to skip or ration doses of insulin because the cost is so high, and that could be a fatal decision. Though all legislators agree the cost of insulin is too high, they disagree on how to fix the problem. The legislation is expected to take effect in 2023, but its fate in the Senate remains unclear. Washington just became the first state in America to establish a statewide missing indigenous persons alert. Oh, wow. 
Yesterday, Governor Jay Inslee, surrounded by members of the Tulalip tribe, signed House Bill 1571, which, among other things, sets up a system for missing indigenous people similar to that of the Amber Alert or Silver Alert you might see while you drive around or get an alert on your phone. The system and all of the items included in the bill won't be operational until June, but this is a landmark event when you consider the danger that's present in Native American communities, especially among women. Here are some statistics to help understand why the bill was signed. A Native American woman in Washington is four times more likely to go missing than a white woman. And nationally, they face murder rates that are anywhere from three to ten times higher than their white counterparts. Washington and Montana are the two states with the most missing indigenous people in the U.S., with nearly 50 missing in just the Seattle area alone. The legislation will provide funding, resources, and update collaborative efforts among law enforcement agencies to assist indigenous tribes and their surrounding areas when it comes to missing, murdered, and trafficked members of their communities. Five fetuses were found in the home of an anti-abortion activist. Lauren Handy and eight others had just been indicted for a 2020 incident where they allegedly forced their way into a reproductive clinic in D.C., barricaded themselves inside, and live-streamed it all on Facebook. Washington, D.C. police received a tip about biohazard material in Lauren's home, and that's when they found the fetuses. A reporter for WUSA was outside of Lauren's home when all of this was happening, and they asked her what the police found inside. And she said, quote, people will freak out when they hear. Lauren Handy is the director of activism for a group called Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. And another member of the group is claiming the fetuses were taken from the same clinic they broke into, but on a different day. However, police have not answered questions about the origin of the fetuses or any other items that were discovered in her home. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Oil prices are probably the only thing we hear about more than Will Smith and Chris Rock. And there's good reason for that. The average gas price is over $4 nationally. And with President Biden deciding to open up the National Petroleum Reserve, it might seem like we'll never shake our dependence on oil and the companies and governments that hold the keys to energy production. But there's actually good news when it comes to how the world has been using energy. 2021 was an incredible year for renewable energy with almost 40% of the world's power coming from clean energy sources. That's the highest percentage Ever. Nice. Wind and solar energy contributed for 10% of global energy, and the countries leading the charge in the transition to renewable energy were the Netherlands, Australia, and Vietnam. Come on. Vietnam was a particularly great success story. Their clean energy went up 300% thanks largely to a government program that paid citizens to set up solar panels and then fed that energy into the country's electric grid. That's cool. Interestingly enough, The 38% of global energy production provided by renewable sources of energy actually surpassed coal, which was responsible for 36% of energy worldwide. I'm so excited that we are partnering with this incredible company. They have the comfiest clothing. It's super positive. It's our company. Yeah, Anthony and I, we have our own clothing line. It's called You Look Great. And everything you can shop, whether it's beanies, hoodies, t-shirts, zip-ups, everything says you look great. And it's a message we started saying 
years ago when we would just talk to callers on the phone. We would tell them they looked great and we couldn't see what they looked like, but it didn't matter because we know you look great. And that's why we say it on the podcast too. But last year, last June, we launched the clothing line and were shocked by the amount of people that were buying our t-shirts and hoodies and everything that we had. And it's really cool seeing people wear them out and share the story of how they brightened someone's day or how they met someone else who was also wearing a you look great shirt. It's been really cool having support from everyone and hearing these incredible stories. So if you want to join the You Look Great movement and get yourself some super comfy clothes, you can go to youlookgreat.co or hit the link in the description of this podcast. We keep it there every single episode so you'll always be able to find it. Oh, and you look great. Think quick. It's two second tunes. The premise of the game is super simple. We give you two seconds of a song. You've got to give us the correct title and artist of that song. And Carla Marie, would you like to introduce today's contestants? We've got Stephanie and Rachel from the Valley in California. They are two friends who have been going to concerts together since, is it high school guys? Is that right? Yeah. Well, good morning. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Thank you. Let me ask you a question. Did you guys go to your first concerts together? No. Oh, okay. But probably the most concerts I've been to have been with Steph. Yeah. So you're not each other's first, but you are still in a great relationship. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. Well, Stephanie, you are going to go first. We're going to give you two seconds of a song. Once you hear this sound, that clip is over, and we're going to look to you for an answer. Are you ready? Yep. Stephanie, here is your first two-second tune. That's Soldier Boy. Okay. I literally don't know who thinks that. <laughs> you sure? Oh, is it Soldier Boy? Is that stupid? <laughs> and I... I I can't tell you the answer. I'm just gonna wait till you give us your I'm final answer. I'm just gonna say that. I'll say Soldier just Boy. Just Soldier Boy is your only answer for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying both. Two points for that then. Soldier Boy, why me crank it? Why me The song is Crank That. Soldier Boy. Technically, right? it's crank that and then parentheses Soldier Boy, so it actually counts as both. So okay, and it and is by Soldier Boy. Wow! All right, well done. two <laughs> points for you, Stephanie. We are going to move over to you, Rachel, for your part of round one. Are you ready for your clip? I am. Fergalicious by Fergie. There you go. <laughs> two points apiece as like we that. move on. Both artists have their name in the title of their song. I didn't even do that on purpose. I wish I I I could take the credit, (laughs) but I can't. Round two, we're going back over to you, Stephanie. Here is your two-second tune. That's what goes around by Justin Timberlake. It might be what comes around. Moving over to part two of round two. Rachel, here is your two-second tune. Uh, Fallout Boy, thanks for the memories, but it's spelled kind of weird. Like <laughs> <You're> memories. <wow. laughs> I wish I could give you extra credit. I can't, but you do get the two points. <laughs> okay, so I have a confession to make. Fallout Boy is my favorite artist of all time. When mm-hmm. Anthony quizzed me prior to sitting down with you guys, I sat there and I sang the whole song until I got to the chorus because I was like, what song is this? So the fact that you came out with that, damn, I am impressed, girl. Oh, now, <laughs> it is all tied up as we go into round three, which, like Damn. I say, every single game is the hardest of all the rounds. We're going to pivot back over to Stephanie. Are you ready okay. for your two-second tune? Yep. 
before he cheats Carrie Underwood. I like the rapid fire, which you you guys guys waste no time at all. It's going to be the fastest game we have. You guys may have be the best contestants we've had on here. Now, we're going to move over to Rachel. Rachel, the game is on the line. Okay. Uh-huh. You've got to get two points <laughs> to push this into the tiebreaker round. If you don't get your two points, your friend Stephanie wins the game. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yep. Hey there, Delilah. Play my tease. Two points. Okay, so Stephanie laughed as soon as she heard Rachel's clue. Why was that? I knew. I knew she would know it. <laughs> All right. Okay, now this is how the tiebreaker is going to work. We've been doing two second clips the whole way. We now have a 12 second clue. The first person who recognizes the song, I'm going to need you to yell out your name. We will go to you. If you give us either the correct artist or the correct title of the song, you win. This is sudden death. That's it. If we get to the end of the 12 seconds and no one has a correct answer, this will end in a tie. Okay. And there's nothing more embarrassing than a tie with your yeah. best friend. <laughs> now, before I play the clip, Stephanie, are you ready? Yep. Rachel, are you ready? I am. Here is your sudden death two-second tune. Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Okay. Uh, the Way I Are by Timbaland and Kelly. Uh, oh, no. Car- Carrie Hilton. Close enough, because you're going to get the one point anyway, but... It's the way I are. The way I are. Timberland and Kerry Hilson. But you Hilson. S- yeah. Okay. But that was very, very impressive. Wow, because when I heard the very beginning, I was like, it's Cher. And Anthony's like, just let it keep playing. So, wow. That was awesome, Stephanie. Well done. I know you filled out the form for you guys to play. You, you lost, unfortunately, but that was awesome. The both of you yeah. did so well. Thank you for having us. And thanks yeah, for thank entering you. us, Steph. <laughs> she, of course, <laughs> Rachel's going to say thank you. She won. She's like, yeah, thanks for bringing me here. <laughs> no, for real. Thank you guys for making time for us. Thank you for making the Morning Show podcast part of your morning. We appreciate that. And uh, yeah. congratulations to Rachel. Thanks, guys. So much fun. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd News. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. The world's nerdiest puzzle has been solved. Scientists finally finished decoding an entire human genome. What is what I said when I saw that? Mm-hmm. A genome is the set of instructions to build and sustain a human being. And up until now, only 92% of it had been figured out. Scientists spent over 20 years trying to figure out the other 8%. I remember being in high school and learning that we didn't fully know what was in the genome, and now we do. It's crazy to kind of be alive during this. It's kind of like the moon landing for our parents. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to pretend like it is. The human genome is made up of 3.1 billion DNA subunits. And you might remember this from biology in high school. Subunits are pairs of chemical bases known by the letters A, C, G, and Anthony? D. No. F. Chemical bases known by the letters A, C, G and T. T, that's Weren't right. Were you a biology major? I was. Yeah, how did that work out for you? Not well. So I can never imagine doing this job. Do you know how they figure this out? No. To read genes, you have to cut the strands of DNA into pieces that are hundreds to thousands of letters long. 
Then a sequencing machine reads the letters in each piece, and scientists try to put the pieces in the right order. Wow. That is next-level puzzle solving. This discovery will give us a greater understanding of our evolution and biology, and it opens the door to medical discoveries on things like aging, neurodegenerative conditions, cancer, and heart disease. Let me guess. You're a little tired. Maybe even really tired. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because it's the morning, and we're all a little groggy. Maybe the kids kept you up late. Maybe a cat decided to run across your face at 3 a.m. and wake you up. Or... Maybe you just spent way too much time scrolling through Instagram reels or TikTok videos instead of getting your six to eight hours of sleep. Whatever the reason, you need a little pick-me-up, and that's where our friends at Seattle Gummy Company come in. Their mocha shots are the perfect delivery system for your morning caffeine. Each gummy has the same caffeine content as a cup of coffee, and if you're like Carla Marie and you're allergic to coffee beans, this is the perfect replacement. The gummies come in a ton of flavors, and they even have sugar-free options. My favorite flavor is probably the salted caramel, but you can hit the link in the description of this podcast and use code CMA at checkout to get 15% off your order and try it for yourself. Again, hit the link in the description of this podcast, and that code is CMA. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. Are you overhearing about Will Smith or are you overhearing about Will Smith? Not sure, honestly. Okay, well, turns out Will Smith was not formally asked to leave the Oscars. Yesterday, we shared the Academy's announcement that said he was asked to leave after slapping Chris Rock in the face and that Will refused to. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's not entirely true. There were Academy members who expressed they wanted Will Smith to be removed from the theater, but he was never formally asked. The Academy and the show's producer sent mixed messages and nothing was ever done. TMZ is reporting that the show's producer actually told Will Smith he could stay. TMZ also said there were three sources backstage after it all went down who all went to TMZ with what they saw. Apparently, Will's on-site rep and a bunch of Academy officials were having heated conversations about what to do. The group could not reach a consensus about having him removed or not, so they opted with just letting him stay. I don't know what to believe anymore. Every day, there's something new. This is absurd. Sir Paul McCartney has a bone to pick with Starbucks, and he wrote a letter about it. A letter? As the former Beatle prepared to do his show in Seattle, (gasps) he decided to use his time here in the Pacific Northwest to air a grievance he has with Starbucks. So, what's McCartney's problem with Starbs, you might ask? (laughs) Well, he's not thrilled about the fact that Starbucks charges an extra 70 cents for oat, almond, soy, and coconut milk compared to regular cow's milk. You know what? Sir Paul McCartney's got a great point here. Paul McCartney noted this is an issue PETA has had with Starbucks, and he's long been an advocate for PETA. The animal rights group claims that cow milk generates three times more greenhouse gases than vegan options, with vegan milk options requiring 90% less water to produce. Yeah, so we should be paying less. McCartney shared an actual letter he wrote for Starbucks CEO Kevin Johnson asking him to end the non-dairy milk surcharge. Here's an interesting fact, though. In India, the milk surcharge is actually flipped, and cow's milk costs more at Starbucks locations out there, and that's because cows are seen as a gift from God in the Hindu religion. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Anthony, I think we need a new tagline for this podcast. Ooh, what is that? It's either going to be like the podcast of the people or for the people by the people. Be- what? Because yesterday 
I said on the show, if you have submissions for what's trending or anything, reach out. And okay. what happened that same day? Someone reached out? Yes. I love it. So Christy K sent an email about Evil Queen candles and said they're handmade in Michigan. The labels will make you smile and the candles smell awesome. She also said specifically for me to check out the candle that says cats are greater than people. It's got mm-hmm. the little, the sign. The greater than sign? Yeah, that's the one. Evil Queen has been featured on BuzzFeed, so you know they're legit. And the owner describes them as candles with attitude. They're vegan, non-toxic, and have a 50-hour burn time. You know I love supporting small businesses, so thank you, Christy, for sending this. And you can check out Evil Queen candles in the description of this podcast. Uh, Carla, you said they are made in Michigan? Yes. So they are made by people from Michigan, correct? Yes. What are people from Michigan called? Michiganians. Michiganders. You can do your own segment called Dumb Facts with Anthony. Okay. I'd like that, actually. <laughs> the Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. And that's a wrap on our first show in April. And we went through the whole thing without one single April Fool's joke. Oh, I can do one right now. But if you're telling people it's an April Fool's joke, then it wouldn't really have its effect. Truth. Also, terrible day to try to trick people in general. I know. Shouldn't we all be on high alert? I think we need to make up a secret April Fool's Day. Listen, we know that your time is valuable. We appreciate you spending some of that time with us. And I do have to make one correction from yesterday's episode of the Morning Show podcast. Both Nick Wax and our friend Jason Burrows, who does all the production on this podcast, reached out and let me know that I had made a mistake when I did my story about Supreme Court nominee Kentaji Brown Jackson. What'd you do? So I had called her the first ever public defendant to make it to the Supreme Court Uh if she gets confirmed. I meant to say she would be the first public defender not defend ant you got it there's a small difference in the letters big difference in what those words mean good to know people are really listening though exactly and anytime we make a mistake feel free to reach out to us i'm at worst anthony on instagram i'm at the carla murray and as always thank you to jason burrows thank you to lauren ray and thank you to mike meredith for their contributions to the morning show podcast have a great weekend thanks for listening to the morning show podcast 